Hello, everyone. My name is Andrew, and I'm Cassie, and this is the Culips English Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Culips. You're listening to Simplified Speech, which is our series, which features clear, natural, and easy to understand English conversations about an interesting topic. Today, I'm joined by my co-host Cassie. Hey there, Cassie. Hey Andrew, and hey everyone. How's it going? I'm doing great, Cassie, and I'm excited for today's episode because I think we do really have a fascinating topic to chat about today. We're going to be talking all about fast fashion. Fast fashion. This is a really important issue, and I think maybe some of our listeners won't know. What we mean when we say fast fashion. So, if you don't know what fast fashion is right now, don't worry because we'll explain everything in just a moment. And I promise, by the end of this episode, listeners, you will be an expert about this issue. That's right. But before we get started, we want to let everyone know that there is a study guide and transcript available for this episode. You can access it on our website, Qlips.com, and it's available for all Qlips members. We created it to help you build your English skills and reach your English learning goals faster. So, if you're looking to get serious about your English studies and are ready to take the next step towards becoming fluent, we recommend becoming a Qlips member so you can get unlimited access to the study guides and transcripts for all of our episodes. Plus, some great bonuses as well. We love starting off every Culips episode with a shout out, and today is no different. So we're going to give a shout out to one of our listeners from Mexico with the username Carlianti, who left us a great review and a five star rating on Apple Podcasts. So Carlianti wrote, "It's amazing how your podcast works. I mean, gathering people from different countries and different cultures." To enrich our learning with their experiences, it's awesome how I've improved my listening, my comprehension, and understanding of English. Thank you so much, Carlianti. Thank you so much for that great review and for listening and learning with us. Yeah, thank you so much. We really appreciate your review and your support. And guys, if you'd like to get a shout out from us on an upcoming episode, then please leave us a positive review and rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to Culips. And with that being said, Andrew, let's talk about our main topic for this episode, which is fast fashion. Andrew, I think we should start it off by breaking down what exactly fast fashion is. Yeah, let's do that because, as we mentioned, maybe some of our listeners are not aware about it. And to be perfectly honest with you, Cassie, I wasn't even really aware about fast fashion myself. I guess I could say I was vaguely aware, but recently I watched a mini documentary on YouTube about this topic, and I started thinking about it more deeply. And its global impact, and I thought it would be great to talk about here on the podcast as well because it really, really, truly is a global issue. So essentially, what fast fashion is is when clothing manufacturers try to replicate hot or trendy looks. So maybe there's like a brand new 
fashion show, like Paris Fashion Week or something, and there's all these new looks and designs. Or maybe there's a new celebrity trend on Instagram, and you see a pop singer or a movie star wearing some kind of cool clothes. And these clothing manufacturers, these fashion companies, they want to copy those designs and bring them to the market and sell them as quickly as possible. So I think that's where the word fast comes in in fast fashion. So clothing manufacturers then. They're taking inspiration from high fashion, fashion shows, celebrity fashion, these kind of places, and they're quickly, very quickly, mass producing these clothes as quickly and as cheaply as possible. And the idea is to sell the clothes before the trend dies off, right? So before these looks become not popular anymore, because fashion is so cyclical, right? It's like something is hot for a moment, and then. Quickly, the next season there's a new design. So the fashion companies, then the clothing manufacturers, are producing these clothes, selling them quickly and cheaply, and trying to keep demand as high as possible as well. But there's a dark side to this also, because when you produce clothes for such a cheap price, and when you have such a high turnover of fashion. And what we mean by a high turnover is that people are changing their clothes all the time. Well, this has a massive environmental impact. For example, Cassie, you know we are in the summer right now, and pretty soon the fall and winter looks will be coming out, and consumers will want to go and buy new fall and winter clothes. So when things are cheap, we'll just go and we'll buy a lot of it. Right, but cheap clothes are usually very poorly manufactured, and so they're not built to last. And as soon as the next season comes around, as soon as it's spring, we'll kind of just throw those clothes out and buy some new spring clothes. And then when fall and winter come around next year, we'll just replace those clothes that we threw out with new designs, new fashions, new looks, because it's affordable, right? So this just has a massive impact on. The world's environments as a whole, from the production process, creating fabric, from the manufacturing process, creating these clothes so cheaply, the shipping process, getting these clothes to all corners of the world, and then of course the impact of throwing the clothes out. So all of these clothes end up being burnt or going to the landfill, and very often they're not recycled. So, in a nutshell, then this whole process is what we refer to as fast fashion. What a introduction, Andrew! I'm impressed. Two claps. <laughs> Two claps. Clap, clap. So, Cassie, I guess what I would like to ask you is: Were you aware of fast fashion? Like, how big of an issue is it in your life? Is it something that's on your radar? Is it something that you think about at all? Did you know about it previously? Yeah, I think I've known about fast fashion since high school, probably. As a young teenage girl, I loved going to the mall and going to stores like H and M and Forever Twenty One, and these stores are very much fast fashion.、Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. So stores that 
are really global, right? Like Zara, H&M, Uniqlo, Forever 21, like you mentioned. These are some of the big name clothing retailers that are always brought up when we talk about fast fashion. So even as a high school student, you were aware of this problem. I can't say from experience, but I think girls are more in tune with this problem than men because we do a lot more fast fashion shopping, I would say, on average, especially young girls because we don't have the money. And fast fashion, even though it's the horrible cycle of exploited labor and, you know, bad for the environment, just like you said, but, you know, when your wallet has only a couple dollars in it, that's where you like to go because you can afford buying a couple of new outfits instead of one more expensive outfit. Right. Retail therapy, so to speak. Yes. Right? Like it feels good to buy something new. And when you can get a lot of bang for your buck, meaning that you can buy a lot of things for a cheap price, that feels good. Absolutely. Cassie, I'm curious about two things, actually. Now and also previously when you were a high school student, did you ever feel a pressure to follow fashion trends? Was it something that you wanted to keep up with? Yes, of course. I definitely felt that way more when I was in high school than now. But there's a lot of internal pressure on teenage girls, Andrew. They're all staring at each other, sizing each other up. So fashion was definitely a big thing in high school. Yeah, and I imagine these days, now that students in high school, university, just people in general, we're connected so much more than ever before. So, you know, it's hard to avoid trendy looks on Instagram, on social media. You know, I'm not even a big fashion guy myself. I don't really care too much about fashion trends. I always just try to look plain and simple, you know, something basic. That's that classic. Classic. Yeah. I guess that is how I would describe my fashion senses. I just want to be basic and plain, nothing fancy and timeless. Maybe that's a good word, timeless. But that being said, my Instagram ad feed, so the ads that I'm shown on Instagram, there are so many clothing-related ads. And I don't know why the algorithm is feeding me all of these clothing ads. Like I don't even shop for clothes very much at all. So I can only imagine that if you were a fashion person or if you were somewhat interested in fashion, that you must be getting so many ads delivered to you. If someone like me who's not even really interested in it or doesn't do too much shopping for clothes online, I'm getting this many ads. Yeah, I think it's definitely a big problem, especially because those advertisements are so widespread, you think everyone's buying it. And then all of a sudden, everybody is buying it. So then you feel like, oh, I have to buy it. So then even more spread. And you're right. That's how it becomes a trend very quickly. So an interesting fact about fast fashion, which, you know, I'm not sure about the validity of this fact. I can't say for certain if it's true or not, but I did see it online on several different websites. So to me, it's unbelievable, but it could be true, I guess. And this fact is that the average American throws away 81 pounds of clothing per year. 81 pounds. That's around 36 kilograms of clothing per year. 
Now, if I had to guess, I would say that all of the clothes that I own <laughs> combined probably are only like 30 kilograms. So that is why, to me, it's almost an unbelievable statistic. Can you believe this, Cassie, that the average American throws away 36 kilograms of clothing per year? Yeah, that seems like a lot. However, I even have one of my best friends from last year who's not American. I'm pretty sure she throws away close to 36 kilograms of clothes a year. <laughs> There's a lot of people out there who just really love fast fashion. They always have to be on the latest trends. And when you can get t-shirts and shorts for $5 a piece, I mean, it's pretty easy to throw away that amount. Right. When you're buying something for that low of a price, then it's disposable, right? It's almost like you're renting the look for a couple of days, wear it once or twice, and then just clear your closet and throw it in the garbage. Exactly. So this friend that I'm mentioning from last year, she really loved Instagram. She loves fashion. But you would never catch her wearing the same outfit in an Instagram picture ever. So yeah, I would say, oh, I love this dress on you. Why don't you wear it tonight? She's like, oh no, I'm taking pictures for Instagram. I've already worn this dress. <laughs> One of the things that kind of shocks me, uh, because, you know, we post pictures on our Qlips Instagram page. And so sometimes I'm honestly a little bit embarrassed because I notice that the clothes I'm wearing in an Instagram photo are the same that I've worn on Qlips from like five or six years ago. Like I just don't replace my wardrobe very often. To me, I live by the expression, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So, you know, I try and wear clothes until the bitter ends. If they rip, if there's a hole, if there's a stain, then of course I throw it out. But I rarely throw out clothes just because I want to trade it in for the newest look or something like that. Yeah, so this kind of topic might be really surprising for you, but there's others who are like, oh yeah, me, my friend, my best friend, my mom, my sister, we're all like this. <laughs> I think that's probably the case, and maybe that's why it was so shocking to me to learn more about this issue in detail. I'm wondering, Cassie, what's your opinion? Like, who's to blame for this? Because really, it's creating a lot of negatives, right? It's bad for the environment multiple levels. It's bad for workers in the global south. Like uh, There's a lot of people in developing countries who end up working in factories, creating these clothes for really poor wages, and they're not making a lot of money doing this. That's an issue. I also read online that up to 20% of global water pollution 20% of global pesticide use is linked to fast fashion. So there is a big negative impact, but who's to blame? Is it the big clothing stores, like some of those companies we mentioned earlier? Is it the consumer? Are we to blame when we buy fast fashion products? Or is it the blame distributed amongst everybody, and then as a result, nobody feels guilty? <laughs> I think that might be the case. Yeah. I think it's a systemic problem. So systemic means, you know, the system as a whole. So, you know, social media gives people this fear of missing out, FOMO. 
So they feel like they need to buy these trendy clothes. And then on the flip side, salaries are stagnated or even lower due to inflation while the cost of living is increasing everywhere. So people can't really afford the higher quality clothes that they might have been able to in the past. And then also, due to social media, people feel like they need to have more than they used to in the past. I read an article that said, you know, a couple decades ago, people had, you know, maybe seven to ten really nice outfits that they rotated every week, week and a half. But now people have, you know, one shirt for every day of the month or more. Yeah, so Cassie, I think you're absolutely right about that. I think it's a systematic issue and probably there are many people to blame. It's not solely the consumer. It's not solely the manufacturers, but maybe everybody involved is partially to blame. I'm curious if there were options for you, and sometimes it's not even easy to find alternative options, right? Like, I know that I've tried to find sustainable clothing made in Canada. Like, I wanted to support Canadian small business and buy some Canadian made clothes. I've tried to search for that in the past, and it was almost impossible. There are not very many clothing companies that exist in Canada, and the ones that do are ultra boutique and like really, really expensive. Some of the only ones that I found were actually shoe and boot companies, and they were like thousands of dollars for a pair of boots. So that was way outside of my budget, unfortunately. But I'm wondering, like, hypothetically, if you could find some clothes that were well-made, they were sustainable, they're good for the environment, they were produced by workers who are paid a living wage and treated fairly and humanely. But on the other side of the coin, the price is much higher, right? So maybe the price of the clothes, it would be like 10 times higher. Would you be tempted at all to buy this option or would you still rather maybe opt for the fast fashion? Such a tough question, Andrew. Because I'm so fashion illiterate, it just breaks my heart to spend so much money on clothes. <laughs> so um, I don't know if I would be willing to fork over 10 times more money for something sustainable like that. It depends on the product. If it's like a coat or a really great pair of shoes, 100%. But if I had to buy my whole wardrobe like that, I think it'd be too much of a sacrifice, honestly. But the solution to that is thrifting, which I do love to do. Yeah, that's actually a really great thing that we should talk about is thrifting. So by thrifting, you mean buying used clothes, right? Exactly, yes. And yeah, I think absolutely that's an awesome way to get new clothes. New to you, but not necessarily new in the sense that they were just manufactured. So doing that saves those clothes from going to the landfill, right? So it's got some environmental benefits and it also has economic benefits because they are usually much, much, much cheaper even than buying brand new clothes. So even fast fashion, which has such a low price to begin with, if you go to a thrift store and you buy it secondhand, then you can really save some money as well. So I totally agree that thrifting is maybe one of the best ways to avoid being caught up in fast fashion. 
Exactly. Yeah. You can buy fast fashion recycled so that you're not part of the problem, but you're still benefiting from this problem. <laughs> I think this is a great opportunity for some companies to step up and be a kind of in between. Because like you said, Cassie, you know, you're not really interested in fashion and me too. I have to be honest, I'm not really interested in fashion. So I'm right there with you that buying a t-shirt that's sustainable and well-made and ethically produced, but that has like a $200 or $300 price tag, that's a hard pill for me to swallow. Like that's a big financial investment for me. So I do have a difficult time doing that. But if there was some middle ground between fast fashion, you know, the $5 t-shirt and the $300 t-shirt, one that was maybe more environmentally friendly or more sustainable, but that still had a slightly higher price tag, I could totally get behind that. So I think there's an opportunity for some clothing manufacturers to occupy that kind of middle ground in between fast fashion and high fashion. Yeah, I think I've seen various Kickstarters or YouTube for different, not full outfits, but different products like that. But I don't know, I think competing with fast fashion is going to be hard for a long time unless, you know, the system changes consumerist views as well as these big companies views. That's right. The big companies have a huge market share and they probably don't want to give it up to competitors. So <laughs> slaying the dragon might be difficult. Yes. <laughs> All right, Katsie, well, it was fascinating to talk about this issue with you today. Thanks for the conversation. And thanks to all of the listeners who tuned in as well. So guys, that's going to bring us to the end of this episode. You can go ahead and give yourself a pat on the back because you accomplished some English listening practice today. So way to go. Please let us know your opinion by reaching us on Instagram or on the comment section or the discussion forum on Qlips.com. We'll be back soon with another brand new episode and we'll talk to you then. Goodbye. See ya.